1: Welcome into B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And Bonnie, it is New Year's Eve and we're taping this, so most of you guys will hear this for the first time in 2020. Please let us be the first to officially wish wish, and re uh, mean it when we say it, but Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. I can't believe 2020, whole new decade. I can't even handle that right now.
1: Right, and I'm going into it with the clarity of an eagle.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. My vision is set.
0: Because you're gonna have twenty twenty vision? Uh-huh. The jokes have already started. The jokes
1: have already started. So
0: It's just gonna be never ending for this whole year. I'm already sick of it and I haven't even heard any jokes yet. Like it's just it's gonna be too much.
1: Well, like I said, we're taping this on New Year's Eve. My Twitter feed has been blowing up with people making jokes about Ah, I got twenty twenty vision and it's gonna be the greatest and clearest decade in my life, blah 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 blah. Also the jokes of it's being the roaring twenties. Okay, yeah. that was a hundred years ago. We've already been roaring for a long, long time, so we can just <laughs> skip that. And no, we're not going back to the, you know, prohibition party style. Sorry, guys, N- just no. <laughs>
0: Let's find a different thing to roar about. Okay. Yeah,
1: I don't need. I don't need to see my share of flapper dresses. Okay, that was in the twenties, and that was then, and this is definitely now. Yeah. But I I can't
0: believe it's the 20s all over again. That's kind of crazy to think about it. Well,
1: you know what's funny is it happens every 100 years.
0: (laughs) Ha, 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 sassy britches. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But still. Right. We get to have our own 20s. I wasn't here in the last 20. That
1: is true. Neither was I. So, okay, I'm happy for it. But, again, it happens every 20 years, folks.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Every every 100 years. Oh, well. All right. Uh, Before we jump into the 2020, how was your Christmas?
0: Uh, It was really, really good. Um, Got everything I wanted. Got everything for my sister that she wanted. Nice. Got Clyde way too many toys, but he's a happy camper, so there you go. How was yours?
1: Uh, Mine was good, except I had a cold and came down with it Christmas Eve uh, after I got done with work. So, um, you know, I thought I would go to work at Amazon and, you know, hey, it's Christmas Eve, right? The post office is closed, and I work for a distribution center, so... Every package that we process is handed off to the United States Postal Service. So the USPS, they're closed on Christmas except for certain things. So I'm thinking it's going to be like what it was on Thanksgiving Eve. Or maybe we have like maybe 5,000 or 10,000 packages to process. We'll be there two hours, go to break, and then they'll be like, eh, just go home. Oh boy, was I wrong. (laughs) <laughs> we knocked out thirty three thousand packages we were there for a full four-hour shift wow and i got home and i was so incredibly sore now I bet. which is not like most nights most nights i come home and i'm pretty sore. You now i walk roughly about um 17 miles in a warehouse if you know depending on what i'm doing you know moving around heavy boxes so I, i'm kind of used to that that physical pain and that limitation but this was different so I'm like, eh, I don't feel very good. Woke up Christmas morning not feeling good. Um, went and had Christmas with my brother and his wife at their new house. My nephew thought it was funny to pull the blanket off me every time I wanted to try and catch a five-minute nap. So everybody Aww, got kicked out of that, but I was just like, oh, uh, kid, like, dude, Kingston, you're my homie, but I need you to let me try and just sleep.
0: So, right, like let me relax a little bit. Yeah, kids do not get how exhausting Christmas is for adults. No,
1: <laughs> and when you're two years old and you have full amounts of energy, yeah, it's just like I just I just want five minutes, please, just five minutes of sleep. But well, uh, overall, Christmas was really good. I got some cool gifts, and um, you know, spending time with the family is what is really important with that. So, Christmas was awesome, but. Uh, You know, the week between Christmas and New Year's, you really don't know what to do.
0: Yeah, it's true. You're kind of like, kind of cleaning up Christmas stuff. I already put all my Christmas decorations away. And normally I'd wait till after New Year's, but I was like, eh, I have free time this weekend. I'm just going to do it. And I feel like it's a lot of cleaning and organizing and planning whatever you're going to do for New Year's.
1: Well, you know, but it's good, though. It's, you know, as I told a friend of mine, it's a week to try something different, right? Eat all the food you want. um, Start a new hobby. Read a new book. uh, Relax and rest if you want to. But it's a chance to kind of either get ahead or just, you know, try something new.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or relax that last little bit of the year before it all starts all over again, January 2nd. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, so I'm glad your Christmas was good. Mine was good, as we said. But, Bonnie, it is New Year's Eve. It is a chance to start fresh, as we say, in 2020. Um, I want to go through our five resolutions for 2020. So why don't we both do this? Why don't we each say, all right, here's number five, and then we'll just kind of rotate back and forth. I will have you start. What is your number five resolution for 2020?
0: And this is just any kind of resolution? It,
1: this is, it could be weather-related or any resolution period.
0: So my first one is to be more physically fit. All of mine have to do with fitness in quotes, but the first one is physically fit, like better eating habits, doing some sort of exercise. And I've already been trying to plan on how to do that. I want to be a runner. And here's the deal. Not because I like running and not because I'm trying to impress anybody, but I listened to this guy on a podcast who said he hates running so he started doing it because that's the only way to change and progress as the person is to do something that you don't like doing like to push your boundaries and get yourself out of your comfort zone and it's the only way to like change right. anything so I, I like that he said that so it made me want to try to start running like I don't aspire to do a marathon or anything but just just running okay I like that how,
1: Uh, One of my biggest resolutions is to continue, like you said, along the fitness path. Um, I said, working for Amazon the last month and a half, I'm down almost 26 pounds. Um, I'm down like three pant sizes. Wow. uh, Which is great. But again, it's all just because I'm walking and I'm on my feet for anywhere from five to 10 hours a day when I'm there at the shift. So, you know, just continue that. Uh, it's not going to be easy because I know that my schedule changes here in a couple days where instead of being there Sunday through Wednesday, I'm going to literally be there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but working a lot of hours within those days, which is fine. So yeah. that will be tough. But you know, that's one of the things that I want to continue to do is just kind of keep on that track.
0: Yeah, definitely. And when I was working at Hobby Lobby, I lost a lot of weight, too, because it's literally you're constantly moving up oh, yeah. and down, bending and lifting. And so it's, I mean, it's it's good workout. That's the only thing I miss about the warehouse was that I really did shed a lot of pounds really quick. So that's good. Keep it up.
1: Speaking of a two-year-old, uh, I watch a lot of Winnie the Pooh because that's what my nephew loves. <laughs> and shout out to Pooh and his exercise song. You know, he says, he goes, I found that I improved my appetite when I exercise. That's very true.
0: Oh, see, I didn't know Winnie the Pooh had an exercise song. I, I thought he, I mean, Have I thought you... he was always sporting that tummy with his crop top.
1: When was the last time you watched Winnie the Pooh?
0: Oh, like it's been been di- billions of years. Okay. Like I, it's...
1: Yeah, because he's up, down. Yeah, because remember, he's short, fat. He's proud of that, but he still exercises.
0: Yeah, that's true. He owns it. Okay. You know what? You go, Winnie the Pooh. You go, boy.
1: I'm down with it. All right. What is your second resolution?
0: So I want to be uh, more mentally fit. Uh, You know, I dealt with that tragedy like a year and a half ago, and I haven't professionally dealt with that. So I want to do that as well as just improve things uh, about me in general, mentally. So that's on the list. Not trying to get all deep and heavy and intense, but that's what I want to work on.
1: My my question is, have you seen my list? Because you also hit my number two. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we all experience, you know, loss and tragedy and other stuff. And occasionally things get dropped on you that, you know, kind of change your world outlook or change how you feel about family or whatever. And so part of that is talking to people. And I think, you know, the mental health. Uh, push and the mental health awareness is really important. And we see that everywhere right now, right?
0: We have commercials
1: on TV and radio that say, use your words, find your words, talk to people. So if you need to talk to people, please, by all means, reach out. There's no more stigma about it. Okay.
0: No, it's getting a lot better. And there's like different apps and services where you can call and text and stuff like that. So it's not necessarily going into a doctor's office. So definitely do
1: on those things. Yeah, and I mean like you said there are apps, there are churches offer services, um mm-hmm. hospitals offer services, um first responders have access to services that you know are free and open to the public. So if you're mm-hmm. not sure who you want to talk to and say you don't necessarily maybe want to talk to a family member or whatever, you have many options. Yeah. So and a lot
0: of times your primary care doctor can give you a list of people that they recommend or that they like. And exactly. that's what I did because, you know, you already trust your doctor. So then you would trust their recommendations. Right. So that's a good place to start.
1: So, yeah. So increasing mental health capacity, again, is also on my list. So um, one or two. So Bonnie, we're, we're going three for three. What do you got here at number three?
0: I want to be more financially fit and I want to be better with budgeting and being more strict with my savings and, that kind of thing. Like, I'm not trying to imply I'm struggling or anything, but everybody can be better financially, and that's what I want to do. And I want to get into better financial habits. So,
1: yeah. I, I, again, I'm convinced goal. that you're like standing over my shoulder, <laughs> which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, you know, and one of the reasons why I took a second part-time job at Amazon is because the money is not, you know, incredibly good, but it's also not bad. You know, it's yeah. pretty decent, and it's gonna allow me to pay off some bills. I have one payment left on my car, which thankfully that will be done with. And then I get to put some money back into the car, get some things fixed that need to be taken care of. But eventually I can possibly either resell it or just keep it and not worry about having to... You know, yes, keep paying. Do that. that. So.
0: My car is paid off. Do that at least for like a year. Just enjoy not yep. having a car payment. Like exactly. it's so much freedom. So yes, do that. <laughs>
1: yep. And then you'll get some other bills paid off. And here's the nice thing. I don't have a lot of debt. My debt is less than ten thousand dollars. So I know yeah. that I'm lucky I don't. My student bills have already been paid off and they were paid off a long time ago. But, you know, there's some outstanding medical stuff that I want to get wrapped up in some credit cards. But, you know, if we can take control of the financial aspect of our life, it will make a lot of things a lot easier.
0: Yes. Well, and I, I work with somebody who told me about this book she read about this lady who for a year only spent money on what she needed. So she didn't go out to eat. She didn't go clothes shopping. She didn't, you know go and buy knickknacks that she didn't need and she only paid her bills she only ate at home and went grocery shopping and one she lost a lot of weight because of that but then she paid off like twenty three thousand dollars of debt in one year because of that because she was so strict on herself and I thought hmm I don't have a lot of debt like you said my house is basically my debt but imagine what I could save up if I did that
1: right Uh, So I'm
0: just kind of interested in doing something like that.
1: Right. All of a sudden, we've gone from B-squared to the Dave Ramsey podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh, look, we're not just weather here. We're just mostly weather.
1: Yeah, we're mostly weather, especially on this episode. Okay. Uh, Number four. Let's see. Are we going to go four for four?
0: Well, I I don't know if we will, but... Let me interrupt this because I am driving past a grass fire kind of near my house. Oh, wow. Right now. Yeah, it's uh, real smoky. It smells good. I like the smell of it, but not good to have a grass fire over here. Do we have have first
1: responders out on scene yet?
0: Yeah, I saw a couple of fire trucks and stuff. So, yeah, I think that they're getting it under control, but it's kind of windy and so the smoke's everywhere. Gotcha. Um, But my number four. Is to get my dog better trained. He is a little bit out of control. He's been having some potty training issues, even though I've had him for a year and I'm about ready to put him in a cardboard box on the curb. Oh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I would never do that. He's my little baby angel, but he is working my nerves. So I want to work with him more intensely and get that in a better place than it is now.
1: All uh, right, well, I don't have a pet, so this is where we differ. My New Year's resolution number four is to, it kind of goes back into the education realm. I want to relearn a lot of the stuff I know about weather. Yeah. And I want to refresh on a lot of things. I found all my old weather textbooks and other books that I read and fell in love with, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, and just kind of relearn that knowledge. Um, the other day I was at work and I posted on Facebook. Just, oh, just a a friendly reminder. For every thousand feet you gain or lose in elevation is roughly equivalent of three and a half degrees Fahrenheit temperature. Right. In a a perfect atmosphere. Yeah. So, again. All things being equal. Exactly. And so I was like, okay, that I was trying to use to calculate, you know, driving up to Mount Hood, um, which I was thinking about doing before I got sick. And obviously I haven't because I wasn't feeling well. But doing a temperature study. And so. You know, kind of relearning that stuff is something I really want to get back into in 2020. Um, I know that you've kicked around the idea of going back to OU and, you know, working on your degree there. That's fired me up into, you know, wanting to get back into learning more stuff again. So, um, yeah, that's my fourth resolution.
0: Well, now you're standing over my shoulder because that's my fifth is to make make it a reality going back to OU this year at some point, whether it's in the summer or in the fall at some point, or maybe it's at the end of 2020 and I'm getting enrolled for the next spring, something, but just making it happen in the year 2020.
1: Right. And you only have what, like technically like less than two years left, right on your degree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It would probably be around, around two years, maybe just under. Yeah. So really not bad. And really it's going to be mostly meteorology courses, like not a lot of extra electives and all that stuff because I've got all that now that I've got this other bachelor's degree. So hopefully it's doable. I'm just a little concerned with working around my work schedule because, you know, OU doesn't offer those classes at night or online or anything. So that's why there's a little bit of that hurdle, but I'm going to figure it out this year and make something happen. Well,
1: I'm super proud of you. And we have talked about that a lot and we will continue to talk about that a lot, but I'm proud of you there. Um, My fifth resolution. And this one is, is kind of, it's kind of funny and it's very much in line with our show. I want to see more weather yes i want to get out and experience a lot more and i not that i'm saying that i don't because i really do and you know somebody that will actively spend a day driving around trying to find storms i you know i feel that i see a lot of cool meteorology but i really want to experience more of it i want to document more of it you know i want to get a nice high level professional camera a high level professional video camera i want to be able to document and do a lot more of this because you know out here in the northwest Yeah, we live in a pretty temperate climate. We get the same kind of stuff all the time. But on the days that we get something a little bit different, it's rare. And I want to be able to document that and share that with people. So that is my, you know, last resolution of the year is to be able to experience more weather.
0: I think that's a good one. And like you said, because you're in an area that doesn't get a lot of diverse weather like we do here. So, yes, being able to go out and experience more. I like that.
1: I like that. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And so, again, top five resolutions, I think they're great. I love your list. Um, gosh, you know, we hadn't even shared our list <laughs> together, so that that was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why we're good co-hosts.
1: Agreed. Agreed. All right. So we go from one top five to another top five. We're going to quickly recap our top five stories um, of the weather year from 2019 Bonnie, we'll start at number five, and we'll count it down five to one.
0: All right. Uh, Number five, are we each doing five, or are we just doing five total?
1: Uh, No, we're each doing five.
0: Okay. So my number five is the severe weather day that did not happen here in May. Okay. Remember that big apocalyptic day that did not not come through? And it's just top five for me because I think – That we don't fully understand why it didn't happen, but I 100% think that the models picked up on everything else. But there was one thing that kept it all from happening, and we don't know what that is. And so I don't know, was it the hand of God? I don't know. But I really think that that day would have been as bad as it was predicted to be had there not been that one element that stopped it. And so I just think, I don't know, just everything about that whole day puts it up there for me.
1: Right. And this is, and we're talking about the storm that had. The PDS on it and Mm -hmm. it had it several days out, if I recall correctly, right?
0: Yes. And the HER had all those super cells everywhere, and we were in like a high risk. Yeah. Like it was schools were closing. People were letting out of work early because it was just predicted to be that bad. And honestly, even though it didn't happen, I think that the state, the central part of the state, handled it well because of 2013. It was like, why risk it? Like, it, it's fine to let school out early. It'll be fine.
1: Exactly. And listen, there were tornadoes that did form, and there were a couple of very strong ones that did form that day. However, it just yes. wasn't on the level that we thought would possibly happen. Yes. Well, that's a great That's a great one. Um, Totally forgot about that. My number five is actually kind of a two-part. It was early in the season, and then the second part just happened. The bombogenesis of these storms that were forming, one, the first one over Colorado— Yes. And then the second one that just formed off the Oregon coast that then spun up into Colorado and both both were severe winter storms. Both created a lot of damage and a lot of impact. But, Bonnie, I think 2019 is going to go down as a year for me where we saw a lot of these storms kind of do a little bit of random things. And, I mean, if you want, you throw some of the tropical systems into this. You know, we had... I don't remember what the name of the storm was, but it formed as that broad level of upper level low over Tennessee, and then it dropped southwestward out into the Gulf and then eventually spun up into a tropical storm and then it was gone. And then we saw these storms where, you know, they're bomb cyclones, right, where they really form out of nothing and then just all of a sudden, boom, within 24 hours they have a major pressure drop and all the stuff is there. So,
0: Well, and you stole my number four. It was those those, – Bombogenesis anomalies that happened. That was my number four. So okay, but I'm gi- telling you, we did not discuss our lists before we started recording this.
1: We didn't, but give me your take on it. I mean, you know, w- what was impactful for you?
0: I just think, like you said, that it came out of nowhere. It just happened and it just dropped. The pressure dropped so suddenly, so fast over a 24 hour period. I just think that it was record breaking, is why it was impactful for me. And that doesn't happen very often, that it was just a crazy situation and for it to happen twice in a year, I mean, wow. That's, that's why it was impactful for me.
1: Right. All right. Well, my number four storm is kind of, again, a a two, a two pronged approach. The Dallas tornado that moved through on Sunday night Yes. with Sunday night football. And I know, you know where I'm going to go with this. And then, <laughs> yes. The storm that forced the Masters to go off early that Sunday.
0: Yes. And the
1: surrounding media coverage and public backlash slash meteorological backlash slash angry tweets fired off of everybody. Yes. Because I think when you go back and you look at the way everything worked and everything went, you know, through... You have a major tornado in a metropolitan area while a major NFL game is going on. Not near the stadium at first, or at first it was sort of near the stadium, but moving away. But TV stations not breaking into coverage or mm-hmm. offering you know east, at least a lower third crawl immediately happening. Yeah. And then people complaining about, well, you know, why are you showing this tornado warning? I want to see the football game or why are you showing this versus when I want to watch a golf match? That's on replay. So, you know, again, I would hope in twenty nineteen that we understood that weather is important and saving your life is important. And it's much more important than seeing Tiger Woods win a green jacket or the Dallas Cowboys win or lose a game. But apparently not.
0: I agree with that and I I like that that's in your list for the main reason that it touches on the media involvement and the public's view as if it's not impacting them directly it doesn't matter and I remember our extensive podcast about that and I am glad that's on your list fully support that decision very good
1: So that was that you know that and I know we're going to talk about it a lot more but
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be a never ending discussion because people don't change. Let's be real. All
1: right. What do you got for number three?
0: Well, if one of us doesn't have this on our list, we're doing it wrong. It is Hurricane Dorian.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Mine's actually at number two. But um, go ahead. Give me your give me your take on Dorian.
0: I mean, just the like intensity that I was watching it along with everybody else. Watching it wobble, watching it not move off of whichever Bahama island, I can't remember the big one, Grand I guess. Bahama. Yeah. How it just sat there for like a day, like that, the whole thing, and how Miami was in the line of fire and then it wasn't Florida, the whole East Coast was in the line of fire and then it really wasn't. Just, I just feel like it was a minute by minute, hour by hour thing. And I've really never watched a hurricane that. Closely like that before, except for Harvey.
1: Right. Um, and like I said, that's my number two. So I'll get to that here in just a second. My number three, though, was a spring chase season. Yes. I have never spent more time live streaming Oklahoma News 9 or a handful <laughs> of the other stations <laughs> across the Midwest yes. than I have this year. And
0: yes.
1: absolutely fascinated by it. Um, you know, shout out to everybody, shout out to the chasers at News 9 and you know, shout out to David Payne, the memes that I have on my phone that you and I have shared and the ones that we've created just make me laugh every time I see it.
0: So yes,
1: I was just, you know, I was really blown away and listen, you know, there are years where I've watched the Weather Channel exclusively through a chase season and I love watching when they're out with their chasers, but just that local, that local edge that I really picked up this year Made Mm -hmm. the spring chase season for me really, really something kind of special and, you know, brought my love for severe weather back into it. And it will tie into my number one here in a minute when we get to that. But just watching that and sharing that with you and, you know, just that whole thing was just really kind of special to me. So, yeah, number three on my list is the spring chase season.
0: Well, a shout-out to News 9 and Technology for being able to stream that so that people can watch it when it's not even happening in their state. So that just, like, feeds your addiction there.
1: Oh, it totally does. All right, what do you have at number two? My number
0: two is currently happening, and it is the Australia wildfires. Not really weather, but fire weather.
1: By the way, have you seen the video of the koala that ran to the biker and jumped in his arm to get water?
0: Yes. Have you seen the one that came screaming out of the fire and that lady took it to the vet? It didn't make it, but oh, the koala stuff is breaking my heart. But all the people who are like putting water out or giving the koalas water is just like melting my freaking heart. But it's just so sad. The whole everything, the fires, koalas, all the kangaroos, everything. It's just sad.
1: It's very sad. But, you know, you look at it and you're right. It's opposite season. So they're in their heat of summer. Um, Mm -hmm. And Australia's had really bad fires the last couple of years. Uh, There's a gentleman that I know that's part of our Oregon AMS who works for the Forest Service who travels every year to Australia to assist with their firefighting efforts in their coordination. And, you know, every year he comes back with different stories about how, you know, it affects one part of the island or, you know, affects animals or people or all this. But, yeah, you know, looking at that, it is really heartbreaking. Yes. You know. You know, it's probably something that we'll see an increase of depending on, you know, what happens truly with climate stuff. But um yeah, that is that's very sad when you when you see that happening and going forward. But uh yeah, the video of the koala of just jumping into the biker's arms for water. Um yeah. that might go down as a viral video of the year.
0: I know, I agree. So all
1: right, well at number two, you had just mentioned it, but Hurric- uh, Hurricane Dorian. For me, um I I can't get that visual of the visible satellite image out of my head, the movie of it just sitting there spinning, you know, as a cat five or super cat five, whatever you want to call it over the Bahama Islands and less than what, 60 miles from Florida and yeah. very little impact on the Florida yeah. coast. But then looking at everything else and you're just like, how how is this happening right now? Like, we don't see a storm like this, and we don't see a storm, and it's funny, I'm actually right now on the background of the computer, I'm looping the um, the advisory, basically, uh, imagery. So you're looking at the storm on the storm track, mm-hmm. and this thing makes a beeline straight for Florida, and then yeah. just stops, oh, yeah. and then makes a 90 degree turn to the north, and you're just like, what, how, why? It storms yeah. don't, Storms don't necessarily do this.
0: Yeah. It was like there was a force field there or something yeah. like it, like hit it and then turned. It was so weird. And at first it just sat there and spun over yep. the Grand Bahama Island for a day. But yeah, Dorian definitely record breaking. We, I feel like we talk about this every so often. Are they retiring Dorian or no?
1: Uh, they have not officially yet, but I'm sure they will.
0: They they would have to because it was just historic. Whether the damage was
1: exactly as
0: high or not, it was just historic the way it acted.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that if you bring up Dorian to some people, it will it will cause you know distress. So I am I am almost 100 percent sure that they the World Meteorological Organization will retire the name of Dorian here very quickly. Yes. All right, Bonnie. What is your number one weather story of 2019?
0: My number one. You know, I think it's going to be Oklahoma's spring because we did have a lot of severe weather going on and we had a lot of flooding. And what sticks out to me during all of that was up in Tulsa, I think it was on the Arkansas River, those barges that got loose. Oh, yes. And were floating down that flooded river and then hit the dam. And that was just... I just remember watching that intensely on Facebook Live. But I remember all that flooding footage. There was days and days of cars stuck and floating away. And flooding was huge this past season. So that's my number one is flooding, turn around, don't drown.
1: Okay. I like that. Um, My number one was seeing my first tornado in person and calling it into the National Weather Service
0: yes yes epic
1: so that to me was my big weather story um and again because i'd watched all that coverage you know with you live streaming there were some very similar characteristics where you actually saw condensate coming up out of the trees and i'm like i've seen this before and then all yeah, of a sudden you see, see a multiple i'm
0: telling you it's educational <laughs> it is
1: and then all of a sudden you see multiple vortices rotating around parent circulation and i'm like I know I'm in Oregon. I know this is not the Midwest, but what I'm seeing is a tornado, and yeah. I'm blown away by it. And the fact yeah. that when I have it on video and live stream um, was, you know, something that I'm very proud of. And that's, that's my number one weather story for 2019. Um, you know, generally I would assign it to a bigger thing, but for me, that's just kind of my year in weather. When I look back at 2019, it will be that.
0: Yes, and I think that is an epic number one. And like you said, to take what you've been watching and reading and learning and then watch it happen in front of your face and recognize all the features and what's happening, that's huge. And then to call it in and report it and be the one to report it, even huger. So, yes, I support that as your number one. Well, Good thank- job.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, again, shout out to the guys from the National Wildlife Service. I've gone through and I've been a spotter, gosh, since I was 12 or 13 so yeah. it's been a very long time and, you know, go through the training and, you know, they show you the classic picture of, you know, the wedge tornado in Oklahoma and you learn how to see if there's rotation with it. But until you see it in person, you don't yeah. really make that connection.
0: Yeah. Like so. it's, it's true. In front of your face is one thing compared to on TV and you're just like, whoa. Exactly. All right. So
1: what do we have coming up forecast wise for Oklahoma? Because I know that you are. Probably just getting home, and you got a big night ahead of you, so let's get you you there on time.
0: Well, we are still plain and boring. Um, Highs in the upper 40s, low 50s, lows in the upper 20s, low 30s, cloudy here and there. No real precipitation chances coming up, but you know what? It's fine. I don't mind the cold. Like today, clear blue sky. It looks so nice outside, but it's actually pretty freaking cold.
1: That's pretty nice.
0: So that's what we've
1: got. Well, out here in the Pacific Northwest, it's rinse and repeat again. It's rain. Yeah. It's rain. It's rain. Temperatures fluctuate a little bit. Um, we've been model riding like crazy. And I mean, every six hours, um, the GFS and the Euro both want to bring in an Arctic blast days, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. And then they advance uh. through the models and we get to maybe day seven, they're still there. And then all of a sudden the door shuts and it resets back to day 10. So, wow. we're all just, we're all waiting. bitter. Yeah, we're bitter, though. Yeah. So, it well, might happen. hopefully
0: we all get some snow. Like, right. I'm waiting for that.
1: Yeah, I, I am, too. I can't wait. But, you know, a nice way to kind of kick off 2020. Nothing too crazy happening weather-wise. But, Bonnie, what a great year 2019 has been. Thank you Uh, from me to you as my co-host of this show. I can't do it without you. You know, I love... Our interactions that we get to have, not only on the podcast, but, you know, back and forth, our phone messages, our texts. Uh, I'm really lucky to have you as the co-host, and you really are the best co-host I could ever ask for.
0: Hey, you're the best co-host I could ever ask for. You're the one that makes all this happen, and the producing, and the editing, and everything. So, without you, this show would not be what it is. So, I am glad we've had another year together and here's sue 2020 a whole nother round of podcasts right so stay tuned
1: yes we can see clearly now that the rain is still here
0: <laughs> exactly
1: love it all right well have a very safe and happy New Year's Eve go enjoy hopefully a thunder win and have fun tonight kind on the ball I'm headed to my other job to hang out with a bunch of people and uh, we'll be counting down New Year's there but man looking forward to it and I can't wait to hear all about it uh, in a couple days.
0: Yes. Yes. Have fun. Be safe. Don't get white girl wasted.
1: Yes. Uh, again, folks. DUI, several thousands of dollars. A traffic ticket, again, several thousand dollars. Uber, twenty bucks max, right? Make make the right call.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I doubt it's going to be twenty though. Let's be real. That's Surge true. Pricing. <laughs> okay. Well, it's still listen.
1: It's still not ten thousand dollars, and it's still not trip to to jail.
0: That is very true. So Uber, don't drive drunk. Boom. Yes.
1: Real, real safe. Well, like I said, 2019 has been a great year. We're looking forward to 2020. I am Bobby in Oregon.
0: And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma.
1: And we will talk to you guys very soon.
0: Next year, in fact.